Hey everybody, Dean Colobiri here, your host, and welcome to my weekly recording of my live stream. Uh, if you want to tune in weekly live, make sure you follow me on on my Facebook page as well as on LinkedIn. I go live every Wednesday, 11 a.m. Eastern Time Zone, and uh, the link to my LinkedIn as well as my Facebook uh, is in my website, which is going to be in the description parts uh, of this uh, particular podcast episode. But in any case, today what I spoke about uh, with the audience or with the viewers was... Why recruiters and, and pretty much anyone else is not responding to the messages of job seekers. You're sending out messages. You're not getting any responses. What's the reason for that? So I went over three primary things. I, I went over firstly the number one reason why uh, most recruiters are not re- uh, responding to your messages. I also covered what the, what that key component of, of most everyone's messages, uh, at least that I'm receiving as a recruiter. And I receive a lot of messages. But most of them are missing one key component in their uh, message which is preventing, uh, you know, your message from really standing out or separating yourself from other job seekers. I speak about that in this episode. And uh, finally, I, I discussed the four key components of a good and well-structured LinkedIn or email message that will increase your chances of getting a response. So make sure you check out this episode. Definitely going to get a lot of good information out of it. So make sure you have your notebook and your pen handy and uh, re- get ready to take notes. Enjoy. What's happening, everyone? What's happening? Good morning. Good morning. Hope everybody's having a great week so far this week. And I'm just checking if I am live and everything is good and well. If you do see me, let me know in the comments. Hit like. And uh, let me know that you're you're seeing me and hear me okay. Uh, I'm just tuning into my own live stream to see if everything is good. Yeah, it looks like I am live. So, folks, good morning, good morning. Hope everybody's doing great. Everyone's having a great week. Uh, and a very important topic I wanted to speak about today. Uh, so, firstly, let, let me know in the comments uh, who you are, where you're, you're tuning in from. Hit like, hit comment. Uh, you know, you share, Feel free to share the stream. And uh, let me know in the comments that uh, you can see me and hear me okay. Uh, looks like people are still kind of tuning in. Uh, so I'll just give it a f- uh, maybe a minute or two uh, for everyone to start kind of tuning in. But uh, yeah, Pooja, thanks so much for tuning in and uh, and coming through. Appreciate that. Um, where else? Uh, where, where are you from, Pooja? Like, are you from Toronto or whereabouts are you tuning in from? All right. I see. Uh, who else is here? Who else is here? Put in the comments, folks. Put in, let me see some interactions in the comments. Pooja from the GTA. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, thanks for tuning in, Pooja. Uh, appreciate you tuning in. Who else? Who else is here? Put in the comments. Let me know in the comments who you are, where you're tuning in from uh, before we get this started. I'm just going to give it uh, like another 30 seconds or so, folks. Uh, it does usually take a few minutes for people to start kind of tuning in. Mohammed. Mohammed is tuning in from Toronto. Thanks so much for tuning in, uh, Mohammed. Uh, Pooja, specifically from Brampton. All right, folks, B-Town is in the house. All right, awesome. Uh, where else? Where else is everyone else from? Let me know in the comments. By the way, for those of you uh, tuning in from Facebook, uh, appreciate everyone on Facebook tuning in. Feel free to let me know in the comments if you're tuning in from Facebook. Uh, a lot of people from LinkedIn here. So I got Bawani from India. Hey, hey, Bawani. Wow, wow. I guess it must be late at night over there maybe. But uh, thanks so much for tuning in. And uh, Bawani is moving to the GTA next month. Awesome. Sounds great, Bawani. Uh, definitely, uh, uh, you're, you're moving in at a good time, uh, at least from a weather standpoint, right? It's nice and sunny over here, so it won't be too much of an adjustment. 
and then we got Aniket, uh, who's tuning in. Thanks for tuning in, Aniket. I got someone tuning in from Edmonton. Uh, for some of you guys, uh, like it, it blanks out your name, so I can't see your names. But uh, for most of you, it's not an issue. Uh, let's see here. I guess Debabi, De Debabi is tuning in from Edmonton. Wow, uh, Debabi, De thanks so much for tuning in. P uh, Pooja is saying welcome to Babani. Akash, Akash is always tuning in. Hey, Akash, I really appreciate you tuning in. Akash, folks, is always tuning in all the way from Nepal. So thanks so much. I heard Nepal is a beautiful place. I have not had the pleasure of visiting. I love to visit sometime. And uh, again, thanks so much for tuning in, Akash. Uh, Devanshi is tuning in from Mississauga. Mississauga is in the house, folks. Uh, Devanshi, thanks for tuning in. Uh, Aniket says, could you please let me know if you can help me on this call? Absolutely, Aniket. So, folks, uh, for those of you tuning in, feel free to put your job search, uh, you know, comments and, and questions in the comments. I'm going to get around to questions shortly. Uh, who else is here? So I see uh, Vagu is from Mississauga. Thanks for tuning in, Vagu. Uh, Ahilan is tuning in from GTA. Hey, Ahilan, thanks so much for tuning in. And I got uh, Ariz uh, tuning in. Uh, thanks so much for tuning in, Ariz. So, folks, I'm going to go ahead and get today's uh, today's thing started. So, very important topic that I wanted to speak about is why are people not uh, responding to your LinkedIn messages? I do see some more comments coming in before I get to the topic real quick. I do want to acknowledge everyone. Abilash is tuning in from Halifax, Nova Scotia. All right, Halifax is in the house. H-Town is in the house. Abilash, thanks so much for tuning in. Uh, Mustafa from Scarborough. Scarb, Scarbs is in the house. All right, sounds good, Mustafa. Krishna from the GTA, thanks for tuning in. All right, so folks, let's get this party started, right? So, uh, and by the way, in the comments, put any of your questions you have, job search questions, interview questions, uh, interview tip, like any any area all of you are experiencing in your job search, I wanted to help you out every week, Wednesday, 11 a.m. Eastern time zone. I tune in, folks, so make sure you mark your calendars. LinkedIn does not consistently give out, you know, the notification. So if you haven't done so already, mark your calendars every week, Wednesday, 11 a.m. Eastern time zone here in Toronto. Your friend Dean comes on live and I'm going to uh, speak about, I always speak about a job search topic and then I go ahead and answer your, your, uh, your own job search uh, comments as well. Uh, so that being said, so Prasanna is tuning in from Mississauga. All right. Thanks so much for tuning in Prasanna. Appreciate that. And uh, okay, folks. So what I want to speak about today is look, why, why is it when job seekers send out messages uh, and I'm speaking primarily on LinkedIn because LinkedIn is usually the platform that a lot of you are using for your job search, right? Why is it that when you're sending out your messages on LinkedIn or maybe you're sending out email messages, right? Maybe you know the specific email address for the recruiter, the hiring manager, or whoever it is you're reaching out to. You're sending them messages. They're not responding. What's happening there? So look, folks, there's uh, hey, Robert, Robert, my friend Robert is tuning in. Thanks so much for tuning in, Robert. Nice to see you here. Hope you and your family are doing well. And uh, so look, folks, what's the reason why people are not responding to your messages? By the way, how many of you have experienced this in your job search? Put in the comments. Say yes. Say yes if you've experienced. You're sending out messages. You're you're uh, introducing yourself on, on LinkedIn, and you're just getting no reply. How many of you are experiencing that? I want to know. Put in the comments. Let me know in the comments. Hit yes. Type in yes in the comments right now, folks. If you do experience this and it really frustrates you, put yes in the comments if you're sending out LinkedIn messages. Uh, maybe you're sending out emails. You're not getting any responses from people, or for the most part, people are not responding, or you're getting like very few responses. <clears throat> let me know in the comments. I do see some people are saying. Uh, so let me see here. So uh, Akash says, yeah, always applying, always applying for jobs, but no response. I got uh, uh, Aniket saying no reply on LinkedIn mail is issue. 
And I hope I see a whole bunch of you. Uh, yeah, I see a whole bunch of yeses coming in. So it looks like yeah, I mean, it looks like a lot of you are experiencing this on on LinkedIn, right? And and as well as maybe uh, email as well. And this is something I've been noticing as uh, a lot. A lot of people are complaining to me about. So this was a very important topic I wanted to cover. Uh, uh, so Dina, Dina says, uh, I started getting replies now. Now that I moved to Montreal in Toronto, it was more challenging. Oh, uh, so I, I mean, sad to see you leave to leave Toronto, Dina, but I'm glad that you are getting, uh, getting traction in Montreal. So that's great. Uh, yeah. Toronto is very, very competitive. Uh, Aniket says, yes. Uh, yeah. So it looks like a, a whole bunch of you are experiencing this, right? Hardish says yes, but rarely a response. So look, folks, this is a common thing, obviously that a lot of, a lot of job seekers, a lot of you are experiencing, uh, you know, in the job search. So uh, getting right into it, folks. Now, there's two reasons why this is happening, right? And, I'm, and I've got my notes here because uh, when I was preparing for this call, there's two reasons why this is happening, why people are not responding to your messages, right? Now, the number one the, the reason, number one, is probably the most frequent reason if you're reaching out to recruiters. And, and, and reason number one is, look, they're simply not looking for your skill set. Like, they're, they're, maybe you're reaching out to the wrong person. Maybe you're reaching out to recruiters. Uh, you know, just randomly, or maybe if it's not for a specific position, if you're just trying to do an introduction, number one reason why recruiters are not responding to your messages is simply because they're not looking for your skill set. Like that's the number one reason, folks. Uh, and I'm speaking specifically if you're reaching out to recruiters, right? And I actually uh, shared this graphic uh, this morning. I don't know if all of you saw it, uh, but I posted it on my profile on LinkedIn. Let me see if I can share the screen so I can. Uh, so I can see if I can uh, share this with you guys. Uh, so just bear with me for a few seconds. I just want to see this. I want you to want to show all of you this quote regarding why recruiters might not be uh, rep re uh, responding to your your messages. Uh, so let me see here. Uh, we'll see. Uh, I'm just trying to figure this thing out. Uh, no, I, I'm having some difficulties with these folks, so I don't I don't think I'm able to uh, share this. So uh, let me just explain to you what I said. So look, the, the main reason why most recruiters are, are not responding to your messages is, uh, look, number one, they're, they're not looking for your skill set, right? And the reason for that is, and I'm going to read this quote that I put up on my LinkedIn today. And if you haven't seen it, make sure you check out my profile. And I, I what I wrote is this, a common misconception about recruiters is that they find people jobs. This is not true. A recruiter's primary function is to find talent for organizations, whether that's a staffing agency recruiter or a corporate recruiter. So knowing this will allow you to have realistic expectations about your relationships with recruiters. Now, that does not mean that recruiters don't want to help you folks. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is the recruiter's primary function is to find talent for their for their organizations, right, or, or for organizations. So if they're not looking for your skill set at the moment, they're, they're, they're not in a position to really help you because whether or not they can help you is dependent on what roles they're actively recruiting on. Uh, and I gave the example in my post, look, if you're, if, if a recruiter is currently looking, currently looking for, uh, let's say a Java developers, uh, project managers, systems administrators, that's going to be their focus. That's going to be the recruiter's focus. So if you're sending messages and you, you're not in that skill set, chances are they won't respond because they, they don't have anything for you right now. Uh, let's so let's say you're a business analyst. You're reaching out to that recruiter in that scenario, right? Then the recruiter is only looking for project managers, or uh, uh, Java developers, or systems administrators, and you're a business analyst, and, you, and you're sending that introductory message to a recruiter who's who's not looking for your skill set. Chances are they won't reply. And this is most of the case. The issue, folks, it's like nothing to do with you personally. Uh, it's just that they don't. Uh, they're not looking for your skill set. They can't really help you right now. And that's the number one reason why most recruiters won't respond to your message. Uh, simply because they might not be actively looking for your skill set. Now, that being said, as a recruiter myself, I do my best to respond to each and every message that people send out to me. 
But look, sometimes you get overwhelmed as a recruiter. You're getting so many messages from people, just like any other career folks. Like we got to prioritize, right? And the priority is always uh, which skill set are my clients looking for? Which skill set is my organization looking for? Those are the skill sets I'm going to focus and prioritize my time on. So sometimes this results in you not getting a response as a job seeker. And again, like I said, I do my best to respond to every single message I get. But even for myself, sometimes things slip through in the cracks simply because I'm, I'm, I'm dealing with other messages more relevant to the positions I'm currently recruiting for. So keep in mind, this is the number one reason, right? Now, uh, reason number two is, um, and this is a very key one. This is a, this is this is the one that will make a difference for you um, in in your in your messaging, in your messages on LinkedIn, in in your um, um, uh, LinkedIn uh, LinkedIn in in mails, in your emails to uh, recruiters or hiring managers. And that is, your message does not capture attention, folks. And I'm not trying to offend all of you, but look, most of the messages a lot of you are sending out, it simply does not capture attention. Uh, and I'm going to get into how you should properly structure your message shortly. But uh, this is a very key important point that I want to speak about is, look, if you're sending a message and your message is not capturing the attention of the of the person at the receiving end, chances are they might not respond because it's not capturing their attention. And this could tie in with uh, reason number one, which is, you know, maybe they're not recruiting for your skill set. But if, if you do number two, right, if you if you send a message that's really eye catching, that really captures interest, that really shows the kind of uh, results you can achieve or help achieve for the organization, that's really going to capture their attention. And, and even though they're not looking for your skill set, they might still respond. Right. Sorry, excuse me. And they might still respond and they might want to still at least stay in touch with you. Uh, so I'm just just as an example. Uh, and, and I'm kind of just, you know, pulling an example out of the air. Most of the mess, most of the messages I get from from candidates are missing this major component of capturing attention. Uh, like for example, most of the messages I get is, "Hi Dean, uh, my name is so and so. I'm a project manager with eight years of experience. Um, you know, I'm I'm currently in the market for new work. Uh, let me know if uh, if if you have anything for me, right? That's an example of a typical message I might get. Uh, you know, give or take uh, maybe a few details here and there. Or maybe there might be a lengthier message, right? A lengthier message saying, hey, Dean, uh, my name is so-and-so. I'm a uh, Java developer with uh, five years experience. Uh, I was recently working at, uh, you know, such and such company. Um, uh, you know, I have, I was doing, uh, I know these technologies. I know these frameworks. Uh, I worked in such and such types of applications. All of these things, right? And, and sometimes they're like really long messages, right? So folks, uh, what the, the thing is that none of that information is going to separate you from all the other people that are, that are applying for the position. So what's your mission? What you're missing is, again, you need to mention something that really captures attention and grabs the attention of the other person that you're, 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 you're messaging, that you're reaching out to, right? And an example of this is simply, look, talk about and focus on actual achievements that you, you uh, or actual ROI that was achieved, um, you know, in your in your previous experience or your previous position. And what you want to focus on, folks, what you want to mention is anything in relation to uh, revenue increase. Like, and this is again in relation to what you did, uh, the results uh, as as a byproduct of you working on that position or on that project. What were the results, right? And what you want to focus on again, anything to do with increases in revenue, savings in money for the company. Um, uh, uh, reduction in turnaround time, reduction in, uh, you know, saving, savings of time, uh, right. Reducing time, right. Like, let's say you worked on a project, um, as a, in whatever capacity you were working on a particular process, you did something, you were involved in some project. And whereas before the, the, this process used to take eight hours, 
because of you, it cut down to like one hour. That's a significant uh, like result. You want to focus on the results, folks. And and this this reduction in time, did this result in uh, in being able to uh, uh, I don't know uh, accomplish more for the organization? Did it result in the organization uh, increasing revenues further? Uh, did this pro uh, did this uh, process improvement result in savings? If so, how many how many what, what's the dollar amount? Was it uh, you know, $500,000 in savings? Was it a million dollars in savings? Was it a, a couple of million dollars in savings? So you got you to gotta actually, uh, you know, uh, quantify w w what the actual real impact you had on this or on the organization or on the project you were on before. Right. So you got to you got to you got to mention things that really stand out and capture attention. And this is this gets into what I want to speak about next, folks. There are four components to a, to a well-structured message that you send on LinkedIn. And if you're taking notes, you want to write notes. If you're liking what I'm saying so far, make sure you hit like. Let me know in the comments if so far, if, if all of you are with me and this is making sense. So, so far, what I spoke about is number one, uh, it could be the recruiter is simply not recruiting for your skill set. And number two is your message is not capturing attention. You're not, you're not generating, generating or mentioning something that makes them say, wow, or really captures attention or really speaks about the impact you had in your, in your, in your previous organization or whatever project you're speaking about. That's what I was talking about too far now, so far. Now, uh, the next thing is the proper structure of the message. A lot of you are not structuring your messages properly. And there are four components to a really good LinkedIn message or, uh, email or even a phone call. This even applies to if you're calling in and introducing yourself. And the four components are, and it should go like this. And, and if you're taking notes again, you want to take this, take this down and put it in your notes. Step number one is the greeting, right? The greeting, very simple. Hi, my name is so-and-so. I'm a software developer with uh, eight years experience, right? Number two is the hook. Now, the hook is the part that most of you are missing, right? And I'm just going to go through all the four components right away so I can, I can show you where most of you are making your mistake. So number one is the greeting. Number two is the hook. Uh, number three is the intention, why you're reaching out. And number four is the call to action, right? W what do you want to occur because of this message? So number one is uh, the greeting. Number two is the hook. Number three is the intention. Number four is the call to action. Now, most of you are doing number one and number number three maybe, right? You're, you're, you're introducing yourself. You're talking about your background and all that stuff, which is great. Uh, you're, you're stating your intention. You're like, yeah, I'm looking for a job. I need help with a job. Or can you let me know about any active opportunities? But you, most of you are missing number two, which is the hook, and number four, which is the call to action. What do you want to happen as a result of this message? A lot of you are missing missing this. So most of you are only doing 50% of this. You're, you're, you're uh, missing out on the hook, and you're missing out on the call to action. So what is the hook? Now, as I mentioned before, the hook is something that captures the attention of the other person. And this could depend on who the other person is. Is it someone in HR? Is it uh, a team lead? Is it, is it someone who's a manager? Is it a director? Is it a VP? Is it a C-level executive? What captures the attention of each of these individuals, folks, vast, could be vastly different. Something that captures the attention of, of like a team lead developer is very different from something that would capture the attention of, say, a C-level executive. For a C-level executive, you want to talk about big picture results, right? You want to talk about, yeah, I worked on such and such project, and this resulted in uh, XYZ, which resulted in an increase in revenue of $10 million for the organization. That's what would capture the attention of maybe someone on the C-level, right? Someone on the team lead level, I mean, yeah, that might still capture their attention, but they're they're more so de um, uh, you know focused on the day-to-day -day maybe, right? And maybe some some immediate targets. So you might, might focus more so on... Uh, I, you know, this position, I, I was, I, re, I was recently, I recently finished a project at this position uh, with such and such company. And uh, because I performed X, Y, Z, 
This resulted in uh, uh, time savings of uh, seven hours in, in the process, whatever. That's that's something that might might appeal to someone at, at more more so a, a team lead level, maybe a manager level. So, folks, first thing is you got to realize is who you're reaching out to, right? Who are you reaching out to? What would it be of interest to them? Would it be the big number stuff? Would it be the big picture stuff? Would it be uh, like the mid-level stuff? Would it be like the, the ground level, uh, first line kind of stuff? So, and, and, and this is what you need to figure out in, in terms of what you need to, how you need to cater your hook, right? And again, the hook is something that needs to capture their attention. A lot of you are missing this out in your, in your uh, messaging because, and that's why your messaging appears very similar to like most of the people out there, right? Like most of the messaging out there is no different because you're simply saying, yeah, hey, Dean, I'm a project manager. I got seven years experience. Um, I, I've worked with, uh, you know, I, I worked on financial application software and I've done, uh, you know, uh, in, in agile environments and you're talking about technology, you, 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 you throw a whole bunch of jargon and keywords and tools and stuff, which is great, folks. I'm not saying that's not important, but how are you going to separate yourself from like the 10 other project managers who are saying the exact same thing? See, this is the mistake that a lot of you are making is you're only talking about like the surface level stuff, like tactical, like, you know, day-to-day -day stuff tools, technologies, frameworks. Yeah. Yes. All that stuff is important, but it's not capturing attention because look, every, like all the other 10 other people who are project managers who have reached out to me are, are, are sending like pretty much a similar exact same kind of message and it's not capturing attention. Right. Which is where, where the second part, the hook is extremely important. You want to mention something that, that pretty much is like, you know, they captures them. They're like, Whoa, 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 Whoa. They said what they did. What? They, they, they accomplish what they, they, they increase revenues by how much they, they, they cut down turnaround time in that process by how much they, 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 uh, they got, they got what, how much, like a million dollars in savings for the company. That's what's going to capture people's attention, folks. You're not, you, you, and all of you look, most of you have accomplished so many great things and you're not speaking about it. You're not, you're not, what's the use of having all these accomplishments you have folks. And, and most of you who are in it, who are tuning in, you're, you're all in it. You've, you've, uh, you worked on multi-million dollar projects probably like for the most part, most of you, yes or no. Let me know in the comments. How, how many of you, of you have worked on like multi-million dollar projects in, in your respective roles and in your positions, put in the comments, say yes, yes. In the comments, if you have worked on like, I'm talking like, you know, large scale, huge impact positions and it doesn't have to be a large organization. It could be at a smaller company, but the impact was huge. Uh, put in the comments, let me know in the comments, because look, folks, most of you probably do have that. And you're not speaking about that. You're not using that. What's the point of having these accomplishments, folks, if you're not going to use it and capture other people's attention? Because anyone can talk about how they were a project manager. Anyone can talk about how they have eight years of experience. Anyone can talk about how they were working in an agile environment. Anyone can talk about how they were working in uh, uh, whatever methodology. Anyone can talk about, I was I was working with JavaScript uh, technology. Anyone, any developer can talk about Java. Anyone, any developer can talk about .NET. That's all still great, folks. But what is the impact? What impact did you have? What is the impact that you had? This is the part that a lot of you are missing out on. And, and it frustrates me because you, all of you are so, so talented in what you've done and your accomplishments and your achievements. And this is what you're missing in your messages. You're not talking about impact, 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 folks. Like what is the impact that you had? That's what's going to capture people's attention, right? It's not, not just the fact that you're a project manager. Yeah, that's great. You're a project manager. You got your PMP. Great. So do the 10, 20 other, 30 other people that, that have messaged this recruiter or this hiring manager. Talk about your impact, guys. That's what you're missing. You're not talking about your impact. And what your impact is could be very different from person to person. That's what makes you unique, right? Uh, not everyone can talk about the same impacts that they achieved at, at whatever organization. 
And, and again, it goes back to, you know, the main things that captures people's attention, right? Money saved for the company, revenue increased for the company as a result of whatever project you were working on, time saved, right? Uh, uh, cost savings. Um, you know, those, those are like the main things. And there could be a whole bunch of other things as well. Could be some award you, meant, you, you did. Maybe you spoke at some event. But what I would suggest is you tie it down to those core issues that a business faces. Every business is concerned with what? Uh, saving money, uh, reducing, uh, you know, turnaround time on, on whatever processes, uh, cost savings. Uh, uh, I've already mentioned revenue increases. And, and what else? Like, give me some ideas, folks. Put it in the comments right now. Let me know in the comments. What are the major concerns of a business that will really capture their attention? Put in the comments. Uh, uh, and let me know what, you, what everyone's ideas are. What are some things that you can show that you had an impact on on the business from a business standpoint? Right. And, and no matter what, what your role was, maybe you're a help desk person. Right. How did you being in that help desk role? How did that help improve things for the organization? Well, being a, uh, being a help desk person in the help desk role, you reduced uh, and, and because maybe you, you, you introduced some. Oh, sorry, excuse me. Maybe you introduced some some process in place that that reduced the number of calls, incoming calls and users, users were able to. I don't know, like like figure things out on their own. And this resulted in less phone calls, less call volume, which allowed you to free up time to deal with other is issues, which allowed you to uh, and, and those other major issues dealing with those major issues allowed you to increase, uh, you know, whatever KPIs of the company. Uh, Devanchi says increased sales. Uh, Pooja says increased client satisfaction. Uh, someone said customer experience. Folks, yeah, exactly, folks. But now, folks, keep this in mind. If you're going to talk about these things, you need to quantify it. So add, attach a number to it. And again, this could be a dollar number. It could be a, uh, a percentage number. Um, you, 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 you all understand what I'm saying, right? Don't just say, yeah, I, hey, you know, uh, yeah, I, I, you know, I, I'm, because of my role, my involvement in this project, um, this has, uh, you know, this has resulted in an increase in customer satisfaction. Okay, that's great. Put a number on it, folks. Put a number on that. I need you. I need everyone to quantify it. Put some kind of a number on it because otherwise, you know what? You're just going to be some person that's talking a whole bunch of talking a big talking a big talk, right? And and because of that, uh, they're not going to take what your your big claim seriously. So as important as it is to have a hook, you need to quantify the hook. So attach a number to it. Uh, attach something that uh, that that that. Um, uh, again, those main things, right? Revenue increase, cost savings, time savings, um, and, and whatever else, um, you know, major pain points from, from a business standpoint. That's what you want to focus on. Uh, Raj, Rajandeep Singh says, uh, Rajandeep, thanks for tuning in. Rajandeep says, agility in business helping in rapid go-to-market. Yeah, perfect example, Rajandeep. Rajan, now, Rajandeep, what I want you to do is attach a number to that. What is the, what, how can you quantify that? Right? So he, he gave a great example. Now, what I want you to do Rajandeep is how you, how can you quantify that? What was the end result? What was the impact of that? How can you put that into a number? What did that result in? Did this increase, did this result in a revenue increase? Did this result in cost savings? Did this result in uh, reducing, you know, the, the, the turnaround time on a project numbers, guys, numbers, numbers, numbers. Always remember that make a big, make a big claim. Just like, just like Rajandeep did over here. Attach, then smack it on with a number. You got to, you got to, that's, that's the punch. That's the punch in their face in a good way. Not in a bad way. I'm not trying to be violent here, but you get what I'm saying, right? You, you, when you attach a number to it, that's when they're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like you, so, so you, you, you say something like a big claim and then you attach a number to it. Now you quantify it. Now it's like, okay, this person is not just talking a whole bunch of, uh, you know, crap. They're not just, 
you know, babbling on about making big claims. They're quantifying it. They're putting a number on it. They're putting a dollar on it, uh, a dollar figure on it. They're putting a percentage on it. That's that's how that's what really the components of, of really capturing attention, folks. So I uh, hope that makes sense. Put in the comments. Let me know if this makes sense and let me know if this was helpful. Uh, so remember, folks. And yeah, Rajan Deep says, yeah, totally agree. Numbers are more impactful. Exactly, Rajan Deep. Folks, so Rajan Deep gets it. And look, oh, and, and I see Pooja has uh, uh, put in something. As so Pooja said, deliver a project in tight deadlines independently. As a result, boosted client satisfaction rating by 40% in a single quarter. Yeah, another perfect example, Pooja. And Pooja, if you can additionally attach to that some kind of a dollar figure in, 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 re in regards of how did this 40% customer satisfaction rating, how did it impact the revenue? If you can attach that number, if there's a way you can figure out what that number was, that would make it even more powerful because it, because it shows that, yes, you got a 40% increase in client satisfaction, but what was the impact on the business? What did what did this did uh, that? What did this uh, achieve for the business, right? If you so you uh, uh, Pooja, if you can figure out like the dollar number in terms of what that 40% satisfaction rating, uh, how it impacted the business, guys, that's like a that's like a left hook and a right hook. And and like uh, I'm sorry, I can I, I've been watching uh, these these Mike Tyson videos lately. <laughs> Not Mike Tyson, uh, that, some other guy. And uh, anyway, I'm just thinking about boxing stuff lately. But yeah, hopefully all of you get my point, right? Uh, so you gotta attach both, make a big claim, and quantify it with some numbers, and make it connect with how it impact the business, how it impacted the business. So uh, yeah, uh, let me know if that makes sense, folks, and let me know if that helpful. That's helpful. So look, that's what most of you are missing in your messaging. So you need to say. Hey, uh, uh, so I'm gonna use uh, I'm gonna use Pooja as an example, right? So let's say Pooja messages someone, and and she's applying for like I'm not sure what your skill set is, Pooja. Um, I'm gonna uh, I'm just gonna say that you're a project manager, right? Just for just for the example's sake. Let's say Pooja's applying for a role. She message she messages a, a uh, recruiter. She says, Hey, hey, Dean, my name's Pooja. Uh, I'm you know my name is Pooja, and I'm a project manager with uh, with the whatever uh, six years of experience. Uh, I just finished a project recently, actually, whereby I uh, I delivered a project in a tight deadline, uh, and as a result, boosted client satisfaction ratings by 40% in a single quarter, resulting in a $2 million increase in revenue for the business. Boom, right there, folks. Tell me if that doesn't capture anyone's attention. If that does not capture your attention, if you were a hiring manager, if you were, if you were a recruiter, That'll capture your attention because you're quantifying it. And that's your hook, right? So right away, that captures my attention. I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. So she, so she increased uh, uh, customer satisfaction by 40%, which resulted in a $2 million uh, impact on, uh, you know, on, on whatever, right, on, on the revenue of the company. So uh, th that's the hook. That captures attention. Now, the rest of the message is where you got to get into, uh, you know, your intention and your call to action. So, uh, so someone says... Team members do not have access to PNL information, therefore hard to quantify project success in terms of dollar amounts. Yeah, great. Yeah, no worries. So I mean, figure out some other number. Like you got, you, you can speak about something else. Ask your manager. Hey, what was the result? Uh, you know of this, or or what happened? Like, the, or or even you can talk about maybe um, uh, things at a, at a very at a very uh, you know ground level, right? Uh, that you whatever project you were involved with, you uh, you you improved the efficiency or customer satisfaction by forty percent. And you and you didn't see that, uh, and you you have no way of figuring out what the numbers are. Well, just talk about the day to day results that you saw, and 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 try to still still you got to try and attach some kind of a number, right? Uh, so the point is, look, I can't uh, like this person says yeah, it's hard to quantify the project success in terms of dollar amounts. Uh, so look, folks, you got to figure these things out. Like I don't have all the answers for you. Maybe in, so you got to look at how you can somehow quantify these things 
whatever your 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 personal situation is at your company so you got to figure that out folks uh but the point here is you got to quantify and add a number to and show the impact you had on the business if you can't figure it out figure it out see if you can do some research maybe they release some numbers on 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 i don't know on the internet or something or maybe your manager might be able to disclose to you some kind some kind of figure right so um uh, so Pooja says it's very hard to get the dollar value. All, all I can say is that as a result, it extended the contract with us. Yeah. So that's a per so see right there. That's a that's another perfect example, right? So you can talk about like yeah, um, um, th that this customer extended the contract. Uh, I'm pretty sure you can probably mention the the dollar value of the contract. Like um, I'm pretty sure most companies, uh, you know, would disclose that or or you would have an idea of that, Pooja. Uh, like, uh, you know, you increase the whatever customer satisfaction by 40%, which resulted in an, in, ex in an extension of a contract worth $2 million for the company. I'm, I'm pretty sure most companies have that information. But if not, folks, you got to figure out. You got to figure out how you can add actual dollar figures, percentages, and all this stuff. So uh, that's, what, that's what's going to capture attention and really uh, contributes to creating a good hook uh, when you're reaching out, right? And then, uh, uh, and then number three is the intention, right? And most of you are already stating the intention. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking for a job. Can you help me for a job? Uh, which is fine. So, um, but what you also want to do is you want to, you want to, um, you want to, as much as possible, have this result in a phone call. That's what that should be, should be your aim is to get into a phone call. Do not depend on the recruiter. Do not say, most of you are saying, yeah, let me know if you have any opportunities. Yeah. Guess what, folks? No one's going to remember you and get back to you about any opportunities. If you're, if you're not keeping in touch, if you're not staying in communication, no one's going to remember you. I, I guarantee that because recruiters get so many people reaching out. And a lot of you are reaching out and saying, hey, Dean, yeah, so let me know if you have anything for you. I mean, okay, but but it's not going to happen. Like, it's not going to happen, folks. Like, you got to take the initiative, right? So what you got to do is you got to aim for a phone call, right? If, if you're reaching out to a recruiter about a specific position, your intention part should be uh, after the hook, right? You capture their attention and you should say, uh, yeah, so, and, and uh, you know, I applied for such and such position, which really caught my attention. And, um, you know, based on my experience and my achievements, I feel this would be a great opportunity for me to, me to, you know, contribute to, I definitely like to set up a further conversation, you know, and, and, and see if we can discuss this role in further detail and see how I may be, my, how I might be able to help you with this position. When would you have a few minutes for a, for a quick phone call to, to discuss how I can help you further? Uh, so that's the intention, right? And as well as the call to action, because you're saying why you're you're reaching out and what what the call to action is. The call to action is you're you're asking for a phone call. So keep this keep these components in mind, folks. Number one, the greeting you want to do the greeting. Number two, most important one we spoke about today is the hook capturing attention, because uh, how, capturing attention is how they're going to want to have a get into a conversation with you. And uh, number three is uh, the intention why you're reaching out. And number four is the call to action. What do you want to to result from the phone call or from from this? Uh, sorry, from this uh, message, uh, which is a phone call. So look, I hope that information helped. Uh, so just just some brief uh, brief tips and examples in relation to how you can do this. Now look, just because you do a message with a great hook and all of that, uh, I mean, look, there's no guarantee. I'm not saying every every single person you reach out to with this stuff is going to reach out, folks, but. I guarantee it's going to be more effective than most of the messages most of you most of you are sending out, which are simply stating, you know, like technology and tools and this and that. You still want to mention that, but you want to mention a hook, right? And uh, uh, so Shrida says, dollar value of savings or additional revenue expected to be generated can be found in a project charter plan and some key artifacts of a project. We just need to dig deep and talk to people to get those numbers, in my opinion. Yeah, so Shrida, I completely agree with you. So folks... Uh, from what Sridhar is saying, there are ways to figure out these uh, these numbers and dollars and all this stuff. So appreciate you sharing that, Sridhar. 
So for those of you who are unaware of this, see if you can follow what uh, Sridhar is saying, right? He's, he's saying that there are ways to figure out those numbers. Uh, you just got to do some digging, folks. Folks, not everything is going to be spoon-fed to you, everyone. Everyone needs to remember that. Not everything is going to be spoon-fed. Not everything is going to be handed to you on a golden platter. You might have to do some legwork. You might have to do some research, just like Sridhar says, and do some digging, do some investigating and figure it out. Because if you can come up with those numbers, it's going to just make you make your, your message much more appealing and attention-grabbing, right? So look, I hope that information was helpful. Let me know in the comments, yes. Let me know, yes, if this information was helpful and uh, that you're going to apply it to your job search and, and put it out in those messages. And again, folks, just because you do a good message, again, doesn't mean doesn't there's no guarantee each and every single person is going to respond and say, yeah, let's talk. No, but what I'm saying is this is going to increase your chances of getting a response. So again, uh, hit like, folks, if you found this helpful. Let me know in the comments. Let me know, yes, yes, if you found this information helpful. And uh, uh, make sure you incorporate this into your job search. So I'm going to, beyond that point, I'm going to open it up uh, to, qu uh, to questions. So for anyone who has job search questions, I'll be happy to address that right now and answer any job search questions. So let me go, let me go through the comments right now and see if anyone has any, any uh, job search related question questions. Uh, so... Yeah, so Ahilan says, so Ahilan says, uh, so thanks for your question, Ahilan. Ahilan says, I'm mainly looking for contract jobs, but most of the contract jobs are going through hidden job market. Do you have any idea how to hit this hidden market? Yeah, Ahilan, so the best best advice I can give you in, re in relation to this hidden market, sorry, excuse me. Uh, best advice I can give you for the hidden market, uh, Ahilan, is to target uh, specific people at organizations as well as uh, recruiters at staffing agencies. Look, being in staffing agencies, like working in staffing agency, my, agencies myself, we always get to hear a lot about these uh, positions at roles that organizations are anticipating that they want to work on or that they want to, you know, want to start recruiting on that might not be publicly advertised. So you want to, Ahilan, what you want to do is you want to get in touch with recruiters. So start reaching out to recruiters in your network, at staffing agencies. Uh, you want to identify key people at, at organizations, right? And, and these could be, again, team lead level um, or maybe similar position to yourself, manager level, uh, you know, director level, manager level, VP level, C-level, whatever. You want to start developing relationships with these people, folks, interacting with them. That's how you get intel on, on the hidden job market. And, and, it's, and uh, you know, de developing relationships does not mean you just go in and say, hey, I'm looking for a job. That's not the way you need to approach it. This is a long-term strategy, Island. So you got to be developing these relationships with your network so that you can have these conversations. And, and, you, and, and you want to basically position yourself as the first person they think about when they're thinking about skill set XYZ or position XYZ. So you want to, uh, again, so Island, you got to take kind of a direct approach, again, uh, directly uh, approach staffing agency recruiters or even corporate recruiters. Uh, and you want to, uh, again, develop these relationships with these people. And you know what? People that you're connected with on LinkedIn, folks, start interacting with their posts. That's how you, that's another way of great way of developing, developing relationships, right? Interact with the posts, share your thoughts, share your expertise. And that's how you have them see you as the expert in your space. Uh, and that's how you're going to get the inside story on what's going on out there and, and, and any hidden hidden roles and hidden job market and all that stuff. So definitely Island networking. Networking is extremely important. So given the current situation, uh, most of this networking is going to happen virtually. So, uh, you know, take that approach. So hope that helps, Island. Thanks for your question. Uh, let's see who else. Uh, who else? Uh, so someone, someone says... Uh, Sorry, I'm just going through the comments, uh, folks. Uh, let's see here. Let's see here. Uh, 
so uh so i think i guess this is akash or, or no um, no i guess someone else is saying akash in nepal there's plenty of talent locally and therefore recruiters company do not bother with anyone out of town let alone out of the country just my opinion yeah i mean it could depend on your location folks but the same principle still stands like if you send a message that that has that hook right really captures attention it's going to stand out from all these other messages that they might be receiving from from other people and by the way another component which i'm going to speak about in, in another stream is follow up do not depend on just one message a lot of you are sending one message you don't hear back and then you give up that's not the, that's not the thing folks you need to keep following up don't just depend on one message send one message maybe they missed it maybe they're not looking for your skill set send a follow-up message after that right it could be a week maybe two three weeks after send a follow-up message and again put that hook in again and 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 ask and let them know you're still interested right you got to follow up as well so don't depend on one message you got to keep following up as well uh, let's see who, uh, who else has a question here. Uh, so someone says maybe because of current market conditions and the increased number of candidates in the market, recruiters are overwhelmed by candidate resumes and can respond to all uh, inquiries. Yeah, absolutely. That that could very well be the case. Uh, and sorry, it's for some reason it's not showing this person's name. So whoever put that comment, thank you for the comment. And yeah, totally. I mean, uh, especially right now, right? We got so much more available talent on the market. Which is why uh, the uh, you know two components are very important, folks. Number one, writing a message that stands out, right? You got to capture attention, right? So doing this hook thing, it still applies. You gotta you gotta capture attention, quantify your 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 impact you had on the previous organization or whatever project. But step two is follow up. There, you gotta feel keep following up. Keep in mind, look, most candidates, most job seekers, they give up after one message, right? So think about it. If you keep following up. Uh, like, uh, you know, all those other people give up on after the first try and you keep following up, chances are you're going to be more visible to whoever it is you're following up with. So remember that, folks. Remember that. Very, very important. Um, so uh, let's see who else. What else here? Uh, who else has uh, questions or comments? Uh, yeah, so Sridhar says, yeah, yes, very helpful session, Dean. Thank you very much. Yeah, no worries, Sridhar. I appreciate that. And again, folks, um, um, uh, go back, going back to what Sridhar said, his previous comment, this is great, great advice for those of you saying that you can't get the numbers, uh, see if you can follow what Sridhar is saying, right? He gave some great advice here. Uh, you got to do some digging folks. Uh, not everything, again, like I said, not everything is going to be handed to you on a, on a gold platter. You might have to do some legwork. You might have to do some research, some investigating to figure out these numbers, but is it worth doing it so you can impress and, and capture the attention of other people? So again, great comments, Sridhar. Appreciate that. Uh, Rajandeep says, uh, thanks, Dean. Session was very insightful. Oh, it sounds good, Rajandeep. Hope it helps. And uh, a lot of you are saying, yes, yes, it was very helpful. So that's great. So guys, folks, look, um, don't just listen to this stuff, right? This is my concern. When I do this stuff, a lot of you listen to it and you say, yeah, Dean, this was really good. I feel really motivated. And look, it's great if you're feeling motivated. But look, folks, if all I'm doing is motivating you, then I'm not doing a very good job, right? Because, uh, I mean, it doesn't mean anything. If you feel happy and good, I mean, that's great. But are you achieving results? So I want all of you to put this into action. So if you're going to put this into action, I want you to put in the comments right now. Make a commitment that you're going to do this. Say, yes, I'm going to do this. Put in the comments. Say, yes, Dean, I'm going to do this. Or, yes, I'm going to do this. Or write in, yes, I want everyone to take action. That's the important part. If I make you feel motivated, I feel make you feel excited, that's great. I mean, that's icing on the cake for me. But what you want to do is you want to put things into action, folks. That's what's going to make the difference is putting things into action. So uh, let me know in the comments. Say, yes. Yes, you're going to put it into action and, and make sure you do that. And I do see another comment here. Uh, so 
so this person says, if if a recruiter does not respond, what is the uh, what is the appropriate way to follow through with them? Yeah, I mean, so just keep following up, right? So like I said, I mean, you don't want to follow up every day. That's that's how you can be like pest. You don't want to be a pest or anything of that sort. But you want to keep following up, right? And and I would say maybe uh, I would say during the first month, every week, once a week, follow up. Uh, and and again, follow up. And, and uh, month month two and three, I'd say uh, you know every every two weeks. And beyond that point, once a month. Now, a lot of you might say, hey, Dean, what's the point of following up, you know, beyond uh, like a month or two or three months? Folks, I have a lot of success stories from people I have given this advice to where they really wanted to work for, for an organization. And after like a few months, they reached out to the candidate and the candidate got the job because they were the first person that the organization thought about because the candidate kept following up. So keep following up but at the same time you want to keep applying for other positions maybe and other interviews and stuff you definitely want to do that but continue following up always keep a, a pipeline of companies to follow up with and again month one i'd say every week follow up every week once a week month two and three maybe every other week uh beyond month three once a month you want to follow up and keep showing interest and and keep providing things of value to the person you're following up with right and i, I speak about this concept a lot i i, I call it value-added follow-up you're providing things which would, be, which would be of interest to the person you're following up with. So you're not just asking for something. You're providing something. You're providing value. Every time you follow up, you're providing something of value. Could be an article. Could be a blog post. Could be a video. Could be a TED Talk. Could be an event going on in the city. Could be a virtual meetup uh, that would be of interest to the person you're reaching out to. These are how This is how you add value. And, you, and they start thinking of you as someone who's continuously adding value. So that's what you want to incorporate into your follow-up, folks. So make sure you do that. Uh, so Rajan Deep says, what is the right time to reach out to recruiters after they have posted a job or random reach out is fine too. Yeah. Rajan Deep, both, both cases, right. Uh, in the, in, uh, you, you definitely want to be reaching out in both scenarios because again, look at your relationships folks with recruiters as a long-term strategy, right? Uh, maybe they might be able to help you now, maybe not. Right. But what if they can help you in the future? So you got to reach out, stay in touch and develop those relationships. So, uh, yeah, great question, Roger Deep. So, yeah, I mean, definitely both scenarios. Both scenarios apply. You want to reach out in both circumstances. Uh, just have realistic expectations, right? Just have realistic expectations. If they're not able to help you, if they're not looking for your skill set, they might not respond to them, but they might not be able to help you. Don't take that personally. doesn't mean they're ignoring you or, or they're being impolite. It's just that the recruiter's focus is on active positions they're recruiting for. Uh, if they didn't get back to you uh, and, and it is for a specific position you reached out to, Keep following up. Remember, remember, remember what I'm saying about the follow up, right? Don't depend on one point of one contact. Don't expect you to send one message and and, and think the whole universe is gonna give, be given to all of us, right? It's not gonna happen. You gotta follow up, folks. Everyone's gotta have a follow up plan and follow up strategy. So keep doing that. Uh, someone says very helpful indeed. All right, sounds good. Uh, appreciate that feedback. Uh, Ahilan says thanks, Dean. Good suggestions. Awesome. Sounds good, Ahilan. Uh, let me know how that goes, by the way. And uh, Ariz, yeah, so Ariz, I guess Ariz, uh, you're the one who was uh, commenting before, too, so thanks for that. Uh, appreciate that. And uh, yes, and then uh, agree 100%. All right, sounds good, folks. So it looks like that's a wrap. I hope this was helpful for everyone. And uh, look, hit like, uh, and let me know in the comments that this was useful, folks. Um, when you comment, when you like, that's how it makes my stuff, uh, you know, visible to, to other people in, in your networks that I might not know. Uh, because look, my intention here is I'm looking to grow my audience, right? I'm looking to grow my audience in exchange for your attention. I'm providing you information of value, right? So it's an exchange. It's a back and forth exchange, right? So I'm looking to grow my audience. So any likes, any comments, shares, like that's much appreciated because that helps me in in, in my end, uh, grow my audience and, and, and you know, accomplish, uh, you know, my goal and, and my, my achievement. Um, 
so yeah, so one more question here. And it's a great question before I before I uh, you know cut this thing through. Uh, what is the appropriate way to keep in touch with the recruiter you interacted with in the past, even though you're not actively looking for a job? Yeah, so this is a great question. So a great thing to do with, and and keep, so keep this in mind. Number one, recruiters are always looking for skill sets, right? So and 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 what skill set they're looking for is dependent on what roles they're actively working on. So the best way to keep in touch with the recruiter is to just keep them updated about updated about your career, right? And I give this advice, sorry, to a lot of people, and a lot of people don't take this advice, right? But it's 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 very important. It's, I'd say every quarter, uh, every quarter, right? Um, uh, is to provide them with an update on what you're up to, right? Uh, next, this quarter, you might, you might, maybe you call me, right? You're like, hey, Dean, uh, this is, uh, you know, so and so. Look, I just wanted to, uh, I just wanted to let you know, you know, I'm not looking for work, but I just wanted to keep you updated on things at my end. So I'm currently working on this really cool project. It's, it's a financial applications project. We're actually implementing a new system. And uh, I'm just in the midst of doing that. I'm actually leading this project, so it's really exciting. Just want to know, just want to let you know about what I'm, what's going on at my end. And hey, well, how, how, how are things with you? And you know, it's so that kind of thing. And keep doing that. Every quarter, folks, give give recruiters a career a career update. Let them know what you're up to. Let them know what you're doing. And guess what? You keep doing this, and eventually, when a role does come up that is a match for you, guess who the first person they're gonna, one of the first person they're going to think about is probably you. Why? Because you've been staying in communication. So every quarter, put it in put it in your calendar. Actually, everyone actually, <clears throat> right after this call, every uh, <clears throat> right after this call, put it in your calendar. Every quarter, update your, you know, update your uh, your calendar, right? And 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 every quarter, update your recruiter context on what they're doing, right? So I hope that helps, and it's a great question. And hey, hey, Balaji, thanks so much for tuning in. I appreciate it. Yes. So uh, folks, Balaji is a really awesome guy. So he he's actually, if you've been seeing an improvement in my graphics, it's because of this guy right here. So make sure you connect with and follow Balaji. He's, he's really great. He's been doing my graphic design stuff. He's been helping me out with that. <clears throat> and uh, yeah, Balaji. So in terms of uh, uh, the other sessions I do is, look, folks, so every week on Tuesdays, and thanks for the reminder, Balaji. appreciate that. So every week, folks, on Tuesdays, I do my tech talks. So uh Yesterday was my guest, uh, Jeffrey T. Fertilla. We spoke about uh, IT spending cuts and budget cuts. We spoke about that, so make sure you check that out. Uh, every Wednesday, 11 a.m., I do this uh, job, uh, th this particular segment where I speak about a job search topic and, and answer your questions. And then Thursdays, uh, usually on Thursdays, I do my job search chat where I, I uh, bring in a guest and I talk about a job search topic. Uh, unfortunately, my guest for tomorrow, which was scheduled, unfortunately had to cancel, folks. So I might not have some have this have that segment on for tomorrow. But usually every week Thursdays, um, you know, two two p.m. Eastern time zone, I have a guest on and a job search expert, and we talk about the job search uh, tips and tricks and, and advice and all that stuff for all of you in your job search. So I uh, really appreciate that uh, uh, that reminder, Balaji. And yeah, make sure you uh, you uh, tune in, folks. Uh, and then Chris says, thank you, Dean. This is the first time hearing your session and it really is helpful. I will follow your ideas. Yeah, sounds good. Sounds good, Chris. I appreciate the feedback and, uh, you know, appreciate you tuning in. So, uh, again, thanks everyone folks uh, for uh, tuning in. Hope this information was helpful. And again, please hit, hit like, if you found this useful, uh, let me know in the comments, this was useful. And uh, also let me know in the comments, what topics you want me to talk about moving forward. And, uh, uh, yeah, feel free to share with your network as well. And I'll continue to put these tips and posts out. And thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in. And, uh, look, everyone have a great week. And uh, we'll connect again soon, all right? Have a good day. Bye.